you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Phil Putney, a CPA and personal financial specialist serving you at AFS Wealth Management with an office here in the Metro Detroit area. It's in Farmington Hills to be exact. And if you'd like to reach out and talk to Phil and his team, you can just give him a call at 248-888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. Phil, hello, and welcome back into another edition of the podcast. Thanks, Mark. Looking forward to it. Always exciting to be with you today. We're going to talk about indecisiveness and specifically how to uh, escape that idea of being indecisive. You see it so often that in retirement, it's not that people are making wrong decisions. It's that they're failing to make any decision at all. But sometimes you just have to fish or cut bait. And the producers have written something else in here that I'm I'm not going to say it on this podcast, but you might know where I'm going. It has to do with being indecisive. Sometimes you just need to decide and move forward, make a decision, stick with it and roll with it. So I want to talk through some of the situations that can often cause this idea of being indecisive. And then I'd like for you to help us figure out how to unstall that process and get it moving again. Sure. Sounds good. The first one being just sometimes there's too many decisions to make. That's sort of like when you sit down to start retirement planning, it's just all there in front of you. And there's just so much to think about. You kind of have that analysis by paralysis or paralysis analysis. Yeah. And that's actually something that clients face all the time. Um, I hear it quite often when I'm working with individuals that they never realized how complex retirement was. When you're saving for retirement, it's pretty easy usually. It's how much can I afford to put away or what do I want to put away? And what are my options that I have in my company plan? So there's not a lot of strategy necessarily or or complexity around it. But as you get to the other side and start spending and pulling down on these assets and blending in the different sources of income like Social Security, I mean, just Social Security by itself, the reality is if you look at a married couple, there's over 567 combinations of ages and or strategies that you can use to come up with what the right strategy is. So, and unfortunately with a lot of these decisions, once you've made that decision, it's permanent. So it can be complex and a lot of times people get froze when they they start to look at it. So, but at some point you're gonna be forced with making that decision. So you have to do what you need to do, either work with a professional or do your research on it to figure out what the right strategy is and what the right options are. So there's too many decisions. There's also too much research out there. Talk about something that can cause you to stall. There's just an overwhelming amount of information these days. Yeah, you can uh, drown yourself in information. And unfortunately, you know, for those more technical type, that's something that they love to do. So they'll start researching. But everyone has an opinion and not all opinions are good or bad. You've got to kind of take it with a grain of salt and understand professionally where they're coming from. And that's one danger in in doing too much research is the more you research, a lot of times the more confused you get because again, everyone's got their own opinion. So my best advice for that is make sure you, you work with somebody you trust and follow their advice. You know, do your own due diligence so you kind of understand and know the questions to ask. That's always key and important. 
But at the end of the day, you're going to have to trust somebody, whether it's the research you're doing or some professional you're working with. Help me out as well with just general confusion, because for some people, finances are just tricky in general. Absolutely. And we're, we're all gifted in different areas. That's why everyone's got their own unique abilities and, and the career that they've chosen, so to speak. You know, I love finances and, and math and the details behind it. Many of my clients don't, you know, but try again not to get too caught up into the confusion with it. And don't just bury your head in the sand because, again, with these decisions you're making, a lot of them are going to be permanent lifetime decisions. So you want to make sure at least you understand kind of the pros and cons, the options you're making or have when you're making the decisions. And again, it comes back to having that trust with somebody or doing your own research if that's the type of individual you'd like to uh, and you enjoy doing that research. So. And I think this might go along with the general confusion. Some people aren't good at finances. Some people aren't don't like finances. And then some people just don't like talking about money at all. Maybe it's a taboo subject. Maybe it's a sensitive subject. For whatever reason, they just kind of want to postpone any money-making decisions. Yeah, and I often find that with uh, married couples that, you know, maybe one of them is the more financial savvy individual. They make all the financial decisions and the other individual maybe doesn't want to be as involved with it either because they don't enjoy it or they just never have been. I mean, that's okay. I mean, again, in a marriage, I think it's important for each of us to have roles and responsibilities. But at the end of the day, both parties to that marriage have to be on the same page with financial decisions that are being made. So even though someone, maybe one of the couple doesn't really like to talk about money, I still think it's vital that they get involved in the process and start to understand at least how this works. Because unfortunately, at some point in time, they might be the surviving spouse and have to have some base level of understanding or at least know who they're working with if they are working with a professional and have that relationship already developed. And finally, Phil, this one is tricky. Sometimes traumatic life events make finances difficult. So talking about the loss of a job, a divorce, you know, maybe your marriage didn't pan out how you had thought it would, illness, death of a spouse. Those are all things that can make financial matters that much more emotional. Absolutely. And unfortunately, you know, when you go through something like that, a lot of times you just, again, want to bury your head in the sand and kind of ignore that, the finance side of it. But all those can have dramatic effects on what your financial plan looks like in your financial future if you don't handle the situation properly. So you really can't just let the emotions take the best of you and ignore that piece of it. Prime example is when we're working with clients that are nearing or in retirement, looking at what happens if either of the spouses passes away. It's not a fun conversation. It's not as fun as the conversation of what does retirement look like and where do you want to go and, you know, that vision of retirement. But unfortunately, it's a reality that at some point, maybe one of the spouses are going to predecease the other. And what does that look like as the finances sufficient for that surviving spouse? So it's one of those things that some of them you can look at ahead of time and try to, to build some hedges and protection around others. Obviously, you can't like a divorce or a job change and things like that. But it's most important, though, just don't bury yourself in the emotions and ignore the decision. You have to look at the financial side of that decision. Sure. And of course, I know, Phil, that you and your team want to equip people to make the best decision they can possibly make. 
You can't completely control where life will go in retirement, but you can control the decisions you make to try to set yourself up for success. What does it look like just to come into your office, have a conversation, maybe talk through some of these fears, worries, stresses about retirement, some of the anxiety that's causing you to stall, kind of put off some of these decisions. What does it look like just to maybe take the first step? Yeah, the first step is really just to get to know each other and and get a picture of what does this retirement look like for you or what are some of the concerns you have? You know, if you're facing retirement or some financial decision like these life events, you know, what does that look like? And just start that discussion so you can start to lay out a plan. You know, there's an old adage, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. So you've got to start to map this out to understand how these different life events or whatever it happens to be looks long-term in your retirement and map that out. And that's really our first discussion is to know you and your scenario and help you start that process of mapping things out. If you'd like to start that process, again, this really just is the first step. It really is as simple as making a phone call, scheduling a visit, and just coming in, asking some questions. Bring in any of those confusing documents you have. Bring those burning questions. If you saw something interesting on TV, Phil can help you unpack the facts behind that as well, or maybe some of the lack thereof. But it really is just a simple conversation to get you started. If you'd like to take advantage of that, reach out to Phil and his team by calling 248 888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. You can reserve a spot to come in for a meeting with Phil Putney there at AFS Wealth Management. Phil, before we let you go, we'd love to take questions from the folks out there in the surrounding areas. And we've got a pretty good one this week that's come in on our mailbag. This one is from Arnold. He's in Livonia. And he says, a financial advisor once told me to consider doing a stretch IRA. He puts that in quotations. But I heard something a few weeks ago that said new decisions from Congress might end this option. Can you shed any light on that strategy and if it's going to be around? Yeah, absolutely. And and stretch IRAs are something we've often recommended and actually worked with our elderly clients in helping set their accounts up properly so that their children who are the beneficiaries of those can stretch it out. And the stretch simply means that when you've inherited an IRA, you had the option of taking out required minimum distributions, a small amount each year over your lifetime. So you didn't get forced to take all of the account at one time or in a lump sum and get pushed way up in the tax brackets. And that's really the challenge with all of this is how do you better manage your taxes? So this is something that unfortunately Congress has been looking at for years. It's been in budget proposals several times where they're trying to get rid of that or eliminate it and maybe push it back to what was called the five-year rule, which is kind of the default where you had to take it out over five years. Well, the latest proposal that they're working through right now is extending required minimum distribution age from 70 and a half to 72, so adding another year and a half to it. And how they're planning on paying for at least a portion of that is by minimizing this stretch to not being a lifetime, but a 10-year time frame. So could be uh, something to consider, you know, as you're looking at how you set up accounts for your kids, ultimately, if they're going to inherit your, your IRAs or Roth IRAs, or even yourself, if your parents have passed away or you've inherited some kind of an IRA or Roth IRA from uh, somebody. So always something to consider, especially from a tax standpoint and and how you build that into your plan. Arnold, thank you for writing in. As always, if you would like a more in-depth answer to your question, we would encourage you to reach out to Phil Putney and the team by calling that number we gave earlier. I'll give it again real quick. It's 248- 
248-888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. Now, Phil, before we let you go, I hear you have an interesting quote you'd like to share with us here on the podcast. Yeah, this is a quote from John Bogle, founder of Vanguard. He says, if you have trouble imagining a 20% loss in the stock market, you shouldn't be invested in stocks. And that's the reality of investing in stocks. They do go up and down. You just have to know how to position that risk. Not to say that as you get to retirement, you need to be completely risk-free. Unfortunately, you're going to be in retirement, or fortunately, how you look at it, you're going to be in retirement 20 or 30 years. So you have to be able to hedge against inflation in stocks or equities are probably the, the best way to do that. So with that, you just have to make sure you're positioning the risk the right way. He's got another quote that talks about stock markets and market corrections. And the typical retiree probably is going to see two, maybe three full market cycles, that bull and bear market where there's going to be significant losses like 20% or more. Bogle really is an interesting character. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, he was one of the first ones who talked about indexing the market, came up with that idea of, well, if one stock can go to nothing, why not just buy them all and own them all in your portfolio and really following the market up and down? Yeah, he is a a great mind. Amazing how sharp he still is. Certainly some interesting lessons you can learn from John Bogle. Well, thanks for sharing, Phil. And as always, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks. It was uh, great. Look forward to the next one. We'll do it all again next time on another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.